What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. It's time to talk with our good friends from the Curious Kids Museum. I have Executive Director Lori Marciniak joining me. It's always good to chat with you. We haven't talked in a while, so it's nice to kind of catch up on uh, a lot of things that are going on. You guys have been in the news about a few, a number of things. But um, first off, for people that, you know, I know I grew up going to the museum as a kid and you know, I've had you know multiple generations of my family going there, so that's really great. But for people that have never been to the museum, what what you guys are all about and what you what you're passionate about? We are two locations of a hands-on children's museum. So hands-on learning, cooperative learning, kids get together, play. Um, you know, it's the first way kids learn is just to play. So the Curious Kids Museum has been in operation since 1989. So we've been here 34 years. And the Discovery Zone uh, opened in 2010. So we have two locations in the city of St. Joe, um, open for 13 years. Um, together, they have hosted, we have hosted more mm -hmm. than 2 million guests. So 1.77 million up on the bluff, uh, 268,000 down uh, below the bluff. Um, we would argue that might be uh, one of the single biggest draws to downtown uh, St. Joe year round. Sure. So. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of children and families, schools going by. And just, yeah, like you said, many, many guests over these many years doing a lot of uh, great fun activities and learning and all that. Um, but unfortunately, uh, the museum, you had a fire back, uh, what, last year in uh, around July. Um, yes. So that was pretty devastating, I'm sure. Where, obviously, what happened, but uh, then how? Where, where have you gone on this timeline and this journey and where we're at today? Yeah, talk about terrible luck. You know, yeah. we were closed for 16 months due to the pandemic, just getting back going, uh, getting back up to our normal attendance level. Yep. I walked in July 5th and smelt something was real wrong. <laughs> smelt mm -hmm. like an electrical fire. Sure enough, got to the top of the stairs, saw some haze in one of the galleries, got all the employees out, called 911. And um, there was a fire in the attic of one of the galleries. Um, it was actually in the um, add-on section. Um and on the second floor. And so we think that it was a lightning strike. We're not really sure. Um, but the fire itself burnt through a joist and a truss, but it wasn't really like a devastating fire, like it burnt to the sure. ground. But the water and foam to put it out was incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, obviously that is what was needed. Um, but being on in the attic on the second floor, that water and foam ran all the way down the first floor, all the way into the basement. And we unfortunately lost about 50% of the exhibits due to water um, and humidity damage. And so then so, you've been rebuilding and, and doing a lot of improvements and, and really fixing a lot of those those things. Yeah, we, we um, lease this building from the city of St. Joe. So it gets a little tricky. They have their mm -hmm. insurance for the building. We have our insurance for the content. So working together, uh, the building got repaired. Um, but just as is repaired and, um, and we are working on... Uh, putting new exhibits in um, the sticking point is, you know, we, when this happened, we kind of stepped back and said, wow, could we take this tragedy and make it into something amazing? Yeah. Um, yeah. So our board of directors um, and myself approached the city of St. Joe, the city commission and said, would you consider selling the building to us so we could dream big and do something amazing? Sure. And they said, we would consider that. So we 
got with an architect um, and got some renderings together, uh, got with a general contractor to get kind of a scope of, of the amount of money this might take, talked to exhibit design teams um, from the company that we use up in Minneapolis, talked about exhibit concepts, and we really put a plan together to say, hey, we could add 4,000 square feet to this building. Sure. We could renovate every single bit of it. It's a 108-year-old building that was built in the Civil War era. It has residential HVAC systems uh, that cause us some trouble here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, older windows and the brick is, you know, needing tuck pointing. And so we said, what if we took and made this amazing, bigger, better, um, updated all the exhibits, updated every surface in the building, um, and really made it into um, design-wise to flow better as a children's museum. You know, the best part about this whole thing is we don't have to do a proof of concept. We know this city can support a children's museum. Mm -hmm. And we know that several times in the year, we don't have enough capacity. So what if we took this tragedy and made it something into something amazing for our guests, for the city of St. Joe. I mean, we average about 80,000 people a year that come to this museum now. Um, And we run out of capacity several times a year, more than several times a year, certainly all summer, um, Christmas break, spring break, those times. So um, we don't want to add too much so that in Mm -hmm. February, when we don't have all those people, that it's too much for us to handle as a nonprofit. Um, But we certainly could use um, expanded capacity. Yeah, and you saw that need for for growth even before you had uh, to deal with the the fire and the the damage there. You were looking at ways that you could make the place bigger and better. Um, <clears throat> and even with the the discovery zone down to below the bluff, that was another real of looking at expansion years before uh, that. So, um, but then also recently you've been in the news about uh, about wanting to own the building, and you've been going kind of going back and forth a little bit with the city why is it so important to to be able to own the building because like you said you want to make all these improvements why is it why is it important to be the owner of that building well our donors have voiced um that they will not donate large sums of money for more leasehold improvements we've done uh several projects that have added 2700 square feet to the building that have added an elevator that have added a ramp in uh, the front and the back of the building for accessibility um all of those as leasehold improvements are our dollars that now you know have improved a building that mm-hmm. we don't own. This project would be so large scale um, that the donors would rather donate to the Curious Kids Museum and make sure that it was our building that we owned. The other thing is if donors pledge money over time, say somebody wants to give us $200,000 over a five-year period, sure. we're not going to build the building over a five-year period. We're, we're going to want to get it done. So we would need to finance a portion of that, a short-term finance so that Mm -hmm. then when the the donors give us their pledges, you know, we could pay that off, but we would need the building as collateral to do that. Sure. And so then uh, what now? Because I know there's kind of been the back and forth with the, with different, different numbers being thrown around. Can you kind of help me make more sense of, of what those are, what those are? Because I mean, I've heard everything from 140 to uh, closer to half a million. And then, so what, what are those numbers? Where are those coming from? And, and, and where do we stand right now? Well, when we asked the city commission, would they be interested in selling the building? They said, yes. And so we said, okay, how much? And they're yeah. like, mm, we don't know. It's a 108 year old building. Sure. It's only been, you know, it's kind of cut up as a home and then now a children's museum. Mm-hmm. Let's get an appraisal and see what it's worth. So um, part of the issue is we have 22 years left on our lease. So they, um, 
They looked at uh, appraisers that would understand lease encumbrances that have appraised uh, commercial buildings. Yeah. So they found a certified appraiser. They hired him. And he came back and said, with the lease encumbrance, with 22 more years on the lease, the building is worth $140,000. Now, I know a lot of people are going to think that's ridiculous. But, you know, if you were 60 years old and you bought the building, mm -hmm. you couldn't do anything to it until you were 82 years old. You know, it becomes pretty much worthless to an investor at this point with the lease encumbrance. The other thing is, is because of all of the add-ons that we've done with our dollars, we have a very favorable lease rate. Okay. So if you purchased it, you really wouldn't be making much money um, in the long run. You you would still have the responsibility of, of the outside, the windows, the HVAC, mm -hmm. which is in our lease. Um, and so the amount of money you get from the lease wouldn't be so great. The next number that the um, appraiser came back in back with was 482.7. He said if it didn't have a lease, that building would be worth $482,700 to the city of St. Joe. So initially, when we got the appraisal, we said, we'll give you a full appraised value of $140,000. Mm -hmm. And the city did not accept that offer. Um, so we came back then and looked at it, my board, and we said, okay, we will give you $500,000, which is a, a smidge above mm -hmm. what um, the next appraised level. And they have not voted on that. Um, the other number that I see getting thrown around is, is $1.4 million. Um, okay. The city had a market analysis done on the building. Um, and that market analysis for $1.4 million included some of our plans to add on. It included the parking lot that is not part of the deal. Um, so that number is a little elevated. Um, and I'm not really sure it wasn't by a certified appraiser. I'm mm -hmm. not really sure you know, the accuracy of that. But we have seen in the news that people say, well, they offered 140000 The building's sure. worth $1.4 yeah. And those those are all just, you know, not really accurate um, uh, interpretations of mm -hmm. all of those numbers. So the appraisal of the building was four eighty two seven. We've offered $500,000. Um, we have put a contingency on the offer that um, we wouldn't close. The city wouldn't sell the building if we can't raise a certain amount of money in 24 months. And we put that level at $4 million. And what that does is that protects the city that we're not going to buy the building and then just flip it into something else. Say we're going to go build in another community and we're going to buy mm -hmm. the building for 500000 and try to sell it. Sure. If we go and get those $4 million of donation as a public nonprofit, those donations become restricted funds. So if we raised $4 million, we couldn't do anything with that $4 million except improve this building. So we put that contingency in so that the, the city of St. Joe has a has a assurance that we're going to do this project at this site on 415 Lake Boulevard um, and that we're able to raise the money. You know, maybe, maybe someone says, hey, we don't need a bigger children's museum sure. and they don't want to donate to it. Um, then if we can't raise the funds, we go status quo. We have 22 years left on our lease and, and we're right here um, in the building. Mm. Um, the issue with the whole sale, not sale, lots of oh, offers yeah. and things that have kind of encumbered us in this process of reopening is we don't know what size exhibits to order. We lost 50% of our exhibits. We would like to get some of these exhibits on order. Mm -hmm. But if we're expanding the building, some of the exhibits need to be bigger. Uh, some of the exhibits would be moved and, and become bigger. Um, so it's just been a, a long process. Um, we're excited. We think we're going to open next week. Um, we've been waiting on, of all things, and ironically, smoke alarms. Um, sure. But that got that system got programmed yesterday. So I think we're pretty close to opening, um, not with all 
all the exhibits we used to have, mm-hmm. but with enough that it's going to be a great time. And um, hopefully we can move forward with the city and, and continue and, and see this project to fruition. Yeah, I'm sure you're testing and retesting and testing again and just double double checking again just for, for some of that safety purposes, just to make sure everything is, uh, is good to go. Uh, so... Like you said, being able to reopen soon, uh, but still some of this other stuff kind of in limbo. So uh, where do we go from here? Where if, I know there's a lot of people with vested interests with the uh, not only as patrons, but also donors as well. Uh, what do we do next? Well, we, we would certainly love to see everybody as soon as we open. Again, I hope that's next week uh, around the 23rd. Um, but um, other than that, just kind of keep checking our um, website. Uh, we have an entire package ready to launch a capital campaign if we're able to to secure the building. You know, one of the issues is people, you know, say, well, I think the building's worth more than that. Well, every dollar we spend buying the building, we can't use to improve the building. Mm-hmm. We're a nonprofit. We don't have, you know, uh, we don't make tons of money to, uh, to do these kind of things. Everything we make goes right back into the museum, um, into uh, improved exhibits. So in order to launch this capital campaign and raise the funds we need, you know, we need to get the building for pretty close to the value of, of what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll be launching a capital campaign if, if this uh, purchase goes through. Sure. Um, and we'll, it'll be um, part of it for the building, part of it for new exhibits. Um, and it should have a lot more information. But uh, stop in the museum, see, see where it's at, see uh, that it has new carpet, new walls, new ceilings. Um, and we're ready to see all of our uh, fun little guests who love to come here and play and learn. Absolutely. Love uh, keeping track of what you guys are doing. Where's a bl- good place for us to find more info on everything that you guys have going on at the, both the locations? Um, either uh, at our website, www.curiouskidsmuseum.org or our social media on Facebook, Instagram. Wonderful. Lori, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us about all this and uh, hope to see you again soon. Thank you so much.